And Jesus turns around and says of the woman, go to verse 28, says of the woman, Oh woman, great is thy faith. Somebody say, great is thy faith. Great is thy faith. This woman has not been deterred by the fact that she does not fit the description of what somebody in AGP should look like or somebody in the church should look like. What she is determined is to get a word from the master. Hallelujah. She just needs a word from Jesus. She's not asking Jesus to come to, to Phoenicia. She's not asking him to leave the table. She's not asking him to stop what he's doing and start praying. All she's asking, do you see what she's asking for? She's just asking for a word. Just say a word and my daughter will be healed. Just say something to bless my daughter. That's all she needs. And so Jesus says, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee as thou wilt. Let it be to you as you desire. He does not even make a prayer. You know, sometimes you'd have expected that Jesus said, In the name, in my name, Jesus Christ, I declare your daughter is healed. He doesn't say, No, none, none of that. No prayer. He just says, Your faith is so great as you desire, so let it be. Leave me alone. Go. Let it happen as you desire. I just love this woman because she understood that all she needed was a word, a word that would confirm the healing that she desired in her heart. We need to come to a place where our faith is this living, has an absolute dependence upon God. She wouldn't go away because she says, if I leave him, where else can I get a word that can heal my daughter? The doctors have failed. The magicians have probably failed. Like the woman who had the issue of blood, she had spent all her money trying to get healed. And nothing. So all she needed now was just a word from Jesus. Our faith must be so dependent, so reliant upon the Word of God and of Christ. Therefore, you, need, you must know the Word of God. Amen. Amen. And you must be patient to hear the Word of Christ. Why do I say that? Because one is, is, is called in the, in the, one is called the, the Logos. The Logos is the written Word. The Bible as it is written. And you also need a rema, which is a revelational word that comes out of the Logos. It is a word in season. It is a word that gives you guidance in your moment. And so, even though Abraham had been told by God earlier on that, you know, Abraham, you will be the father of many nations. God kept coming back to give him a rema. So at one time he says, now I'm changing your name from Abraham to Abraham. It was a rema. That was coming upon the logos that God had already established. And then later on, God says, by this time next year, it is a rema that God is coming to give him. So you do need the logos, an established word. This is the word that's in your Bible. This you must read. This you must study. This you must dig into and get to know it. And then on top of that, God can give you revelation. Amen. Amen. And so you then walk, your faith then walks and depends upon the revelational knowledge of God. So looking for a job, trusting God for a job, what is the word of Christ about your situation? It can save you doing 2,000 applications. It can save you a lot of frustration, of regrets. It can save you 
getting into a job that, you, that, that really is going to frustrate you. Sometimes it's following God. And sometimes following God takes you into places that you wonder, God, is this really you? Amen. Amen. Like the day I arrived in the Netherlands, I started doubting, God, is this really you? I left a big house, which I believed God for. Can you imagine? Prayed so hard and God moved. Moved my managing director to give me, said, my daughter is not looking after one of my houses very well. But I'm going to give it to you. Said, what? Seriously? Beautiful house. And then I came into Asa Park. <laughs> the kitchen was dirty. They had a big pornographic picture on the roof. And I said, God, I've left a beautiful house which was used for church services. I had a garden which I hosted bachelor parties for young men that wanted to get married. And we counseled them about good marriages. God, we held all night prayers. And I walked into the room and the first thing that greeted me was this big pornographic porn up, porn star. What have, I, what have I got into? Following morning I woke up and this Dutch colleague of mine in the corridor just ran in her underwears. All everything flying around said, God, I left my wife, just gotten married. What is this? So I put myself into, into a pit of hell or something. Got into the lectures and they treat me like a small side. Do you know that I was already getting into senior management and you're treating me like this? And you're thinking, God, what, what if I got myself into? It puts you into places. And I remember my mentor saying, Young man, from now onwards you'll get rich late. <laughs> because he, he was into business and he was grooming me for business. And so when I came here, he says, Ah, Goodbye, dream, you have to wait a long time for it. And I tell you, I've waited a long time for it. You know? But, but, but that's what faith does. And I've got an absolute reliance upon the word of God. I had a remnant upon the Logos. The Logos says, I will bless you while you're there. The Rema said, you will preach in a church. And while you are there, you will serve me there. And you're thinking, I'm going to Europe and you're talking about preaching in a church. Praise God. Because we looked at statistics of the people that are not born again in the Netherlands. And I'm telling you, I'm saying, God, what is this? Takes you into places that you sometimes wonder, is God still with me? But faith is a reliance upon the word of God. Upon the logos and the remnant. Upon the word of God and of Christ. So God says, this woman has great faith. Number five, and then I close with this one, is faith is a full surrender, a yieldedness, and an obedience to the word of truth. It is a full surrender to the truth. It is a yieldedness. You yield yourself to that which is truth. Thy word, O Lord, is truth. Thy word is settled, forever settled. It is an, an, a yieldedness to the truth. It is an obedience to that word of truth. So Romans chapter 1, verse 3 to 6. Romans chapter 1, verse 3 to 6 says, Concerning his son Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the Spirit of holiness, by resurrection from the dead, by whom we have received grace and apostleship 
for obedience to the faith. Faith is your obedience to God. For obedience to faith among all nations and his name and for his name. Among whom you are also called of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has called us to obedience. And therefore, our faith is our obedience. Amen. Amen. Faith is linked to obedience. When God says, do this, your obedience shows your faith. Your obedience shows your faith. And in chapter 16, verse 24, 27, he also closes his chapter with, with a similar statement. He says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Verse 25. Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. Verse 26. But now is made manifest and by the scriptures of the prophets according to the commandment of the everlasting God made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. So it's, it's, it's a long winding thing, but basically what Paul is saying is that now you have the scriptures. The scriptures of the prophets, the, the texts of the prophets, we're speaking about Jesus. Now Jesus is here. And what we have been preaching to you about what Jesus was and who he is and what he means to us, that which was, it's also that we can be obedient to him. Because our faith is in obedience. To his word. Amen. Amen. It's in obedience to the truth. And says to God. Only wise. Be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Amen. And lastly Hebrews 11 verse 6 says. But without faith. It is what? It is impossible to please God. It is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Beloved, we must have a faith that is so rooted, so strong that it lives, it is alive, it is expressed. It is expressed by our persuasion of who God is. It is expressed by our confidence in what God has said. It is the substance and the conviction of the things that we hope for. It is, it is the absolute dependence upon Him and the reliance in His Word and in the Word of Christ. And it is in full surrender and obedience to Him who is the truth. We must have a faith that is alive. If we're going to build ourselves up and pray in the Holy Ghost. These are the things that we must know about our faith. And I will, shall continue in another, in another day about six, four more things, five more things about the faith that will help us to build our most holy faith. But right now I want you to stand with me as we close. And I want you to pray. I want you to pray. Those of you that can pray, put, put, put Jude 20 once again. Put Jude 20 once again. Those of you that can pray in the Spirit, I want you to pray in the Spirit in tongues. Let me just be explicit. It says praying in the Holy Ghost. 
If you can pray in tongues, I want you to pray in tongues right now. If you don't pray in tongues, I just want you to pray in the Spirit. And in praying in the Spirit, just let yourself out and free to God and just say, Lord, I just, just help me build my faith. Because Jude says, build your most holy faith. I've given you five building blocks if you want to call them about our most holy faith. But here, I want you to just pray and build your faith by praying in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. I don't hear you. I don't want to, I don't hear you. I want to hear you pray. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the, in the Spirit. Let your Spirit pray and connect with your heart. Let your Spirit pray and connect with the Holy Spirit. Build my faith, Lord. Lord, help me to build my faith, Lord. I know faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You have heard the Word of God. Lord, let my faith be strong. Let my faith be strong. The father of the epileptic boy says, Lord, help me when my faith is weak. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Build up your faith. You build up your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. I want you to pray concerning a situation you are facing. The way you say, I need to tackle this with faith. Concerning a situation that you are facing. And just begin to pray and focus upon the Lord. And say, God, in this situation, Lord, let my faith carry me through. Let my faith help me through. Like it helped Abraham. Like it helped, it helped Paul. Lord, help me that my faith will carry me through. Faith in your word, oh God. In the name of Jesus. 